ladies and gentlemen, now hosting the Rizzo cast, put your hands together for Steven Rizzotto. What's going on, everybody, and welcome. My name is Steven Rizzotto. I cover the San Francisco Giants for SF Bay. And I'm the host of RizzoCast, the podcast that features current and former big league players, coaches, fans, media, and others who are regarded as some of the brightest minds in the game of baseball today. Today's guest is Quinn McDaniel, the fifth round pick for the Giants in the recent 2023 MLB draft and a product out of the University of Maine baseball program. A three-year college starter at second base, McDaniel played an all 53 of his team's games this spring, hitting 354 with 16 home runs, 45 runs driven in, 32 stolen bases, and a crazy 1.201 OPS. McDaniel is expected to officially sign with the Giants soon to begin his professional baseball career. For now, he's talking with us on RizzoCast about the excitement of the draft, his excitement with joining the organization, his playing style improvement at the plate, how he got into baseball, taking pride in his defense, uh, the prospects of playing pro ball, leaving food in the college locker room, which that's definitely a story you got to hear. So much more. This is episode number 145. Let's get started. All right, we are here back with Quinn McDaniel, and Quinn is nice enough to join the show. Quinn, how's it going? Welcome. Congratulations. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Uh, and I'm sure it's kind of been a whirlwind of a week for you. You were picked in the fifth round by the San Francisco Giants. How does that feel? I'm sure you could be still on cloud nine. Has it sunk in yet? Tell me a little bit about how this week has gone for you and, and kind of what you're feeling. Yeah, um, I'm honestly not really sure if it's sunk in yet. Um, obviously, there's a bunch of different emotions that I've kind of been feeling, and um, I'm super excited, and uh, I'm very happy to be a Giant, and I'm excited to get to work. Yeah, and what was that scene like uh, when you were when you were drafted and that selection was made? Did you kind of have family and friends around when you received the call, or or got word that you'd been drafted? What was that scene like? Yeah, so I, I kept it pretty low key. Uh, just my family, my girlfriend was down, and uh, my grandparents came, and I got to kind of spend the day with them and kind of soak it in with them. So it was great having them around. And how much did your phone blow up afterwards? <laughs> Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, I honestly, I didn't know where to look because every platform I was just getting like hundreds of texts on, and uh, it was kind of hard to with, honestly. Yeah, and there's discussion, especially I guess in the 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 middle to later rounds, about teams kind of being really personal with players and trying to legitimately get to know them. Um, and you know, I know the giant scout that was around, uh, did, did you kind of feel like your relationship with, you know, um, with Ray and, and the giants kind of made this a smooth process for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the giants were, were the first team to ever reach out to me and, and Ray called me, I think probably about a year and a half ago or two years ago. And, um, he stayed really close with me and for the, for the past two years leading up to the draft and, um, We've, we've definitely built a really close relationship, which has been 
a really cool part of it. Yeah, and, and I guess, you know, did you ever feel intimidated? Because I know some guys kind of kind of crumble when this happens, but did you ever feel intimidated by the scouts that were in attendance during your games, or did that not kind of affect you? Is that just kind of a, a side note? Did you kind of uh, – uh, it, it didn't really phase you, I guess I should say. Tell me about the scouts in the stands when you're playing. Yeah. Uh, so a quick story. We opened up in Florida this year, and it was our first time being outside. Obviously, we're we're in Maine. The snow's outside, and we spent kind of the whole winter inside, working out of a dome and in a gym. So we flew down there, and we had a practice the day before our game. Actually, it wasn't even a practice. It was our pregame work was at a high school field. Um, so on-field BP, we got some ground balls and stuff. And I didn't really know what to expect going into the weekend. Obviously, I, I had heard from a good amount of area scouts. And I show up to the field, and we start kind of moving around, and there's like 20 scouts out there. And I'm like, wow. So this is how it's going to be. Like, And obviously, it just takes a little bit to get comfortable. And, and once you get out there and, and kind of find your comfort, you can just play your game and have fun. And I feel like uh, after the first two weekends, um, I definitely found that comfort where I could just go out there and be myself and uh, just play my game. And, um, yeah, not really feel that pressure for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess being drafted is kind of every young player's dream, right? I mean, when was the first time you realized – that being selected was a real possibility for you? Was it in high school? Was it, you know, kind of the early days of college, later in college? When, yeah. when did you feel that that was a possibility? Yeah, so obviously I, I didn't have a senior season in high school, so I don't think I really got to go through, like, that process as a high schooler, and I'm not even really sure if I would have just because I was kind of an uh, under-recruited prospect, but... um I think probably the early stages of college, probably like the beginning of my sophomore year, I kind of just started to kind of tap into uh, my game. And obviously I got a lot bigger and stronger and I kind of started to realize that this is a reality and I'm going to kind of give it all I got to um, make it. And uh, I kind of saw it all unfold from there. So Quinn, you and I are both high school graduates in 2020. You went the baseball route. I stopped playing varsity baseball and I went into journalism. And I could I could say that that year sucked getting uh, the the baseball season canceled and getting everything canceled. So shout out to you for kind of sticking through that. Um, and I know you haven't signed anything yet, but is that the expectation here coming coming forward that you're going to sign with the club and and play affiliated baseball at some point this summer? Yeah, I'm playing. To Arizona, and uh, I expect to sign my contract the next few days, and I'll, I'll be get out there and play and kind of show show the Giants what I'm all about, and uh, just get out there and have fun. Awesome, and and how well do you know the the San Francisco Giants as a franchise? Maybe some of their history, the team they have out on the field right now. Have you done your homework on the organization at all? I honestly haven't. Um, but I do know there there's a good winning culture, which I'm really excited about. And um, I've heard great things about the development programs and, and the coaching throughout it all. Um, so I'm excited to kind of dip my feet into that and just get to work with, with those guys. 
And one of your former teammates at Maine, Nick Sinicola, is currently in high A Eugene with the Giants. So is, is there a level of comfort knowing someone? It's kind of like you're showing up to the first day of school and you have a friend there yeah. already, I guess. So is that is that yeah. cool having someone you could talk to in the organization already? Yeah, definitely. Um, that's definitely a super cool thing. And I uh, actually hit with Jared Dupree, who's also in high A, when I'm back home. So having those two there is definitely super cool. and they've had nothing but great things to say about the giants throughout the whole thing. So having that comfort and um, obviously I won't see Nick for, I don't know when, but um, just knowing he's a part of it and he has nothing but great things to say is definitely an exciting factor. And I do want to get into kind of your baseball upbringing here real quick. I mean, you're a, you're a main guy through and through, how did you get into baseball and when did that become something that you became attached to kind of at a young age? Yeah, so I uh, I played three sports growing up. I played basketball and football. Um, when I got into high school, I kind of started to tap into my baseball, and I really found a love for the game. So I ended up quitting football after my freshman year. And um, from there, I kind of just found an extreme passion for the game, and uh, I started to get into the weight room more, which kind of allowed me to tap into the game I play with now. and um, I think there's always been a little chip on my shoulder coming from Maine, coming from the Northeast, um, not being able to be outside year round. Um, and I think you can kind of see that if you watch me play the game, I'll play the game hard and I, I play the game really fast. Um, and it's definitely something I take pride in um, being from the Northeast. Did you have any favorite teams or favorite players growing up? Yeah, so I'm actually a Red Sox fan, or was a Red Sox fan uh, coming into the draft. But, uh, yeah, guys like Moogie Betts, Kike Hernandez, uh, kind of that athletic player who who, uh, who just plays the game fast, plays the game with a lot of fun, and um, is like kind of a high-twitch player uh, is my style. And those two have been a lot of fun to watch throughout it all. Yeah, no, 100%. And I'll give you the chance to hype up your program here at the University of Maine. Uh, why was that school the best fit for you coming out of out of high school? Because I know it's got a kind of a rich college baseball um, aspect to it. Yeah, I think a big piece of it for me was Coach Durba. Um, I didn't expect a lot going up to my visit at Maine. Um, I, quite frankly, I didn't even really want to go to Maine. But uh Coach Darber really sold me on his philosophies, and he's been a big part of my development. And he kind of mentored me throughout the whole process. Um, and I, I'm really grateful for the time I had up there. And Jeremy Pena is actually an alumni of the school, and uh, he's a few years older than you. But how much did his name come up during your, your three years there? I'm sure it came up a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially this past fall, where he kind of. Um, shined a lot of light on the, the university program and, and kind of showed a lot of people that it doesn't really matter where you come from. Uh, it just depends if you can play the game. And uh, him him doing what he did and what he's still doing is definitely really cool for me to see. And uh, I... Yeah, you're going to get a chance to play against him. Oh, was it bittersweet that you had you had gotten the chance to end your career as a conference championship, kind of going out a winner there? Yeah, it really meant the world to me. Um, 
obviously I, I consider myself a highly competitive guy and um, kind of fallen short uh, the first two years of my college career in the conference tournament. Um, just kind of created a big chip on my shoulder and uh, to go out the way we did with the year we had and, and kind of cap it off with the conference championship, it really meant the world to me and uh, there was really no better feeling than, than winning that thing. And I have to ask, because Jake Rainus, who I talked to for the, the the story part of this, and you can check that out coming up pretty soon. Um, I'll link it in the description. But he brought up a story of you bringing ants into the clubhouse all winter after leaving food in your locker. Tell me a little bit about <laughs> what happened there, because that sounds like an absolute disaster. <laughs> wow. How about him shedding light on that? <laughs> yeah, so um, I think it, it happened uh, – I had a I had a jar of honey in my locker that I was uh taking I was taking some honey probably once a day and uh the ants seemed to like their honey too and um I came back from hitting in the cages one day and uh they seemed to find my honey and uh tell their friends about it so there was a bunch of ants everywhere and um yeah they were trying to get into my jar of honey and and kind of get their lick on that. So did you? It was kind of chaos. It was chaos. <laughs> did you did you bring food into the locker room ever again, or was that like the last straw? Did the guys just hate you after that for bringing food in? <laughs> well, it became like a thing that like anybody in the locker room would find a way to find it, and uh, it just became. No food policy in the locker room after that because the ants were all over the place and they actually ended up going away. We bought a few ant traps and stuff and they uh, kind of lost their way. But but yeah, it no no food policy from there on out. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. They probably did the right thing to be honest. Uh, let's get into your game real quick. A few more minutes before we wrap up. Um, if if you had to generate kind of a scouting report on yourself. What would you say? I mean, what 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 do you what would you say the Giants are getting in you as a player? Yeah, I think uh, definitely a kid who who plays the game really hard and um, plays the game fast. Um, definitely a versatile fielder. I feel probably the most comfortable at second base, and I, I truly do see myself playing there at the next level. But um, I feel like my athleticism can take me into the outfield and. Um, and uh, at the plate, I feel like I'm pretty disciplined, um, and I, I really do have some power on my swing, but that's not really my game. Um, I'm a guy who's going to get on base, who's going to steal bases and, and score runs and kind of do what it takes for the team to get runs up on the board and win games. Yeah, I mean, if someone's watching a video of you hitting, they may kind of deem your, your setup and load a bit unorthodox, uh, but the numbers, I mean, they speak for themselves, and the power numbers have gradually gone up every year of your college career. How do you kind of feel like you've evolved as a hitter in these, uh, these past three years? Yeah, I think uh, kind of as each year has gone along, I've evolved my game in a different way. And obviously a big piece going into college was just gaining strength and um, kind of putting on some mass and kind of just being able to, to kind of do damage with my swing. So once I kind of got in the weight room and started to really take that serious, I saw 
the ball's just coming off my bat a little different, which kind of allowed me to see some better power numbers. And then um, this year, a big focus of mine was was just play discipline and and kind of maturing as a hitter and um, truly, truly uh, just making the pitcher come to me and and truly controlling my zones and and understanding where I do damage and and kind of sticking to my hot zones. Um, and I, I saw some pretty crazy results with that. Um, I set, set the conference record for walks in a single season. Um, and I saw my strikeout rates go down a little bit. And um, overall, just, just my bat to ball was a lot better. And obviously, I, I tapped into some more power because I just was barreling balls a lot more often. Yeah, 100%. And you're quick, too. I looked at the numbers, and you had over 30 steals uh, this past season. Uh, and I'm sure you've heard this, but, like, they're trying to bring the stolen base back in professional baseball. So is that something that kind of intrigues you? Uh, there, there's been new stuff implemented to kind of make that that go up, the bigger bases, the pitch clock, um, the, uh, the throwover limits. Is that something that intrigues you and you want to take advantage of in pro ball is your speed? Yeah, for sure. I think um, that's going to be a big piece of my game going forward. And if I can get on bases, I, I'm going to look to steal bases and, and kind of change my change the game with my legs uh, offensively. And it's definitely something that I keep uh, looking forward to develop and um, truly take with me to the next level and kind of apply my speed on the bases. And, and Nick Derva said that, uh, and you had mentioned this before, but that you're a weight room buff and committed to kind of getting stronger every day. Is that an aspect of, of your mindset about not wanting to be outworked? Does that kind of fuel you at all? Fuel you? I can't yeah, talk. Fuel you at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I was kind of always undersized growing up, and uh, it's definitely a, a thing that I took with a grain of salt, just continually to put in work in the in the weight room and just trying to get stronger every day um, was a big part of my development. And uh, I kind of, kind of set my life to it and, and just made, made the game my focus. And uh, I kind of saw my development shoot through the roof with that. And Durba also said that if he had a daughter, he would be okay with your daughter dating you because of your makeup. That's what he said. <laughs> so um... uh, that's, that means a lot. That means a lot for sure. Uh, and then, uh, Jake also said that you kind of got caught up, uh, you guys got caught up in the Kobe stuff and the motivational podcasts and all that. Um, I mean, is, is that something you still do? Are you caught up in kind of using a lot of motivational podcasts and I guess music when you work out and, and, and how much has that been a factor? Yeah, I think, um, a lot of, a lot of baseball and, and a lot of development and, and stuff like that comes down to mentality and mindset and I think if you can get your mind in the right place uh you can really kind of achieve anything that you can put your mind to so kind of get my mind in the right spot and, and just always kind of trying to stay focused to what I am trying to get to is is a big part of it and um I can I look forward to continuing to uh develop my mindset and my approach and uh kind of just truly using the, the love for the game and the passion for the game to just fuel my development and uh, eventually get to the big leagues. Awesome. Last thing here before we go, I'm going to ask you four, five rapid fire questions that you don't have to answer them rapid fire. You could just kind of do whatever. The first one, if you weren't a baseball player, what would you be doing? It's a tough one. 
Yeah, that's a tough one. I think I would uh, try and stay around the game, either coaching or be some some sort of development coach, um, maybe an infield coach, hitting coach, something like that. Just try and stay around the game and, and kind of use my knowledge of the game to help others play. There we go. What's your favorite movie? Oh, tough one. Um, wow. Uh, big Adam Sandler guy. So I'd say probably all the the top Adam Sandler movies. I'm a big fan of. Yeah, so you're like a stupid comedy movie guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I like Adam Sandler a lot. Big fan. Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. All right, question three. You're facing the electrical chair. What's your last meal? Oh, honestly, I'm gonna go with um some sushi. Um, and probably a nice glass of chocolate milk. There you go. Chocolate milk on the electrical chair like that. Uh, number four, what's your walk-up song? Oh, this year it was, uh, Bigger Than Me by Big Sean. Is that going to stay the same? Is that, would you change that at all? I don't think, I don't know. I think I want to keep it probably. Awesome. And the final one here, what are you most excited for in professional baseball? Yeah, I think um, the thing I'm most excited for is just surrounding myself with with other people who love the game and kind of using the development team and and all the resources to truly make the best of of this opportunity and um, truly just just be the best player I can be and um, just have fun with it. I'm looking forward to going out there and, and playing my game every day and just, just be grateful for the opportunity that's that's in front of me and, and kind of make the most of it. Awesome. Quinn, I appreciate the time. Uh, we'll definitely be rooting for you, and uh, best of luck to you uh, in, the, uh, in professional baseball. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And everybody could follow Quinn on Twitter, at QuinnMCD3. Go check him out. Go follow him there. He is a new member of the San Francisco Giants organization, or will be. And everybody could follow the podcast, too, on Twitter and Instagram, at RizzoCast, coming up soon. Uh, go check that out. More content next. Thank you for joining us, everybody, and have a good day.